Hello, hello, my fellow podcast people. I hope you are doing very, very well on this fine Wednesday morning or whatever time of day or day of the week it is for you. Um, as per usual, let's kick things off with the weather update. It is warm, sunny. It looks like a good old spring day outside when I look out the window. Um, I haven't gone outside yet because I need to shower and get ready and everything. But it looks like a very warm day and the forecast is looking good for the rest of this week. And honestly, that makes me a little bit nervous because I've said it many times, our weather in Calgary never just stays consistently on one type of weather. So if we have warm weather, it never just stays warm. If it's rainy, it never just stays rainy. So right now it's warm and it's been warm consistently for a little bit of time now, which means that something that we don't like, some kind of not great weather is just around the corner. Not to mention, and actually this is a good point, um, when you really think about it, you can't just have sunny weather all the time. Like we need rain and we need those things. Otherwise we get like droughts and all that. So actually, I, I guess you could say I kind of am hoping for whatever weather is best for us and best for the city, best for the area. <laughs> so I think right now I heard someone was telling me, I don't know if it's true, but because of, you know, in the winter we had a lot of snow. And now we're getting a ton of sunshine. So apparently, I don't know if it's true, but someone was telling me that there is, um, you know, there's a lot of snow that's melting um, off mountaintops and whatnot. And apparently, I don't know if it's our rivers or lakes or whatever, but apparently they're they're getting filled faster than normal. And, uh, you know, apparently that can lead to some flooding. So I don't, I don't really know the truth behind it. I haven't really, you know, I haven't you know, read the news about it or really looked into it, but someone was telling me that and I was like, oh, interesting, weird, bizarre. Anyway, um, in terms of the life update, I want to talk about something here. I want to talk about something I've been watching lately. I have been watching a Netflix show called, uh, called Lost in Space. I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast yet, but essentially we decided to get Netflix finally at home um, because my mom wanted to watch a series called The Crown and uh, she's like, you know what, let's just test out Netflix. I want to see. And, you know, we are the type of family, and my mom especially, you know, a lot of people say like, oh, let's just get the free month of Netflix for, you know, and then we'll like cancel it. Well, we are the type of people who will get the free month and we'll cancel it. Like, <laughs> like I think my, my mom and I are having a conversation. We have like, I think seven, eight, nine days left in our free trial. And I was like, mom, I discovered the show called, uh, called um, uh, Lost in Space. She's like, oh yeah? She's like, well, you better hurry up and watch it because you only have like seven days left in the free trial. Like you gotta hurry up and just get it done. <laughs> because, you know, and, and she's very practical about it. She's like, well, when you look at the usage, I watched a few hours on The Crown. You're watching one series. Like you are, you have not been using it a ton. And I was like, that's true because I have my other shows that I like to watch. I love... You know, I like any, this is a tangent, but I like any TV shows or um, or movies even that don't make me think too much for the most part. Like I like superhero shows. I like things where there's like big explosions. I like Fast and the Furious. Like just bad, not fantastic movies, like action movies, fantasy, things like that. Um, now, obviously I do like more intellectual things and more deeper things, more things that are quote unquote actually good movies, good TV shows. But just, I don't like to watch them like, often like I don't like to watch it every day because um when I'm watching tv or watching movies it's usually you know 9 10 p.m something like that and I've had a long day of work and I just want to chill I just want to like turn my brain off for a moment or two 
So I don't want to watch intellectual stuff. But anyway, so I was thinking, I was like, yeah, it's true. I didn't use a lot of Netflix because I usually watch my own things. Like I'm usually watching, you know, my superhero shows or whatever that I like on TV. So it's interesting, right? So we're probably going to cancel it. And, you know, our theory is like, okay, if we, if we really want it back again, if there's another show we want to watch, what we'll do is we'll start like tracking maybe a couple of shows you want to watch. And then I'll use my email or my laptop or something to get another free month. So, um... That's something we're looking at. So I'm watching Lost in Space. It's a remake of a, or yeah, remake or a reboot of a series from the 1960s. Um, no idea how similar they are. I haven't really looked into it too much, but this one is quite good. I liked the 2018 version. And I would recommend it. Now, the topic of the day. I want to talk about maintaining fluency because uh, it's not a topic that we talk about a whole bunch. At least I haven't talked about it a whole bunch. And you know, when we look at the amount of language learning content that is on the internet you know at the end of the day uh i think there's more content that's trying to help you get to fluency like content for beginners for intermediate speakers but there's not a whole bunch on actually maintaining fluency once you you know once you are fluent in a language and this makes sense i mean it's logical but the reality is that what's funny about maintaining fluency is that a lot of people once they have achieved a very high level in a language, they stop really actively studying it. They don't take lessons. They don't read too much. They don't really do much to maintain it. And the argument for doing so, it's an argument that I think has a lot of truth to it, is that, well, hey, once you're really advanced, you know, you can always go back to it and very quickly the level comes back to you. Everything comes right back. And this is true in a lot of respects, meaning that if you do have an advanced level and you go back to the language, it does come back so fast, even if you haven't touched it for an incredibly long time. One thing that is happening, though, and it's it's something that I have re recently noticed, okay? One thing that's happening is when you have a very strong level in a language, like I do in, for example, French and Spanish, right? When you have that advanced level, you actually are forgetting things on a daily basis or on a regular basis. You're forgetting usually vocabulary, um, sometimes other little things, maybe like a gender thing, like, oh, how do you say, is it, is it masculine or feminine or neutral? Or maybe occasionally, maybe some kind of grammar point, but usually kind of little vocabulary points, slowly but surely you're forgetting. And, you know, what happens is that you are so strong in that language that you don't notice that you forgot seven words, eight words, two words. You just don't notice them because when you're talking to people, you know, maybe you forget the word and you're like, what is that word again? You kind of think about it. Maybe you describe it for the person you're talking to and they give you the word. You're like, oh, right, that word. Of course, I remember that, right? You have this advanced level that even if you forget something, number one, they're probably little words and you know so many words that you don't remember, you don't re notice the, you don't notice the little words you're forgetting. And secondly, even when you do forget words, you have a high enough level to find a workaround to say what you want to say in a different way. And so what ends up happening is that you are slowly losing your level even though you're not necessarily noticing losing your level, if that makes sense. And so, you know, what happens is that eventually, um, you know, and I don't know if you ever, like, I don't think you'll go from advanced to, in, to intermediate, like that would be in, uh, many years for that to happen. But, you know, over a span of, let's say nine years, eight years, seven years, if you don't do anything to maintain the fluency you have in a specific language, you'll think back and be like, wow, I used to be better seven years ago. Like I, I might still be really good, but man, I've forgotten a lot. The other thing that happens as well 
is that, at least in my experience, this one I'm not sure about, but this is my personal experience, and my gut says that applies to some other people too, but I don't actually know about this one. What happens for me, what, ha what is happening and what has happened for me, for French and Spanish, is that I thought that I knew more than I did, because I was so comfortable with the languages, I was so, you know, confident with them. And, you know, that made me actually more, I guess you could say I thought I was stronger than I was. Because lately, if you're not a YouTube and a Facebook, if you're not following my YouTube and Facebook, you're missing this and you don't really know. So I'll give you the update on my YouTube and Facebook. I have been doing daily live streams in uh, French and Spanish every single day where we basically read something online, pick a news article, pick something that I thought was funny, something interesting. We read it, we discuss it. I make these entirely, you know, 20 minute shows, essentially live shows in French and Spanish. And, you know, I'm getting better at them and kind of figuring, working out some cadence, like cadence things to make sure it gets really interesting. But um, as I've been making them, I'm realizing how many words I actually don't know. I didn't realize there were that many new words I didn't know. Usually when I didn't know a word, I thought I would assume it was a word that I'd forgotten because it often is. But now that I'm really like, I guess, taking active steps to push myself out of my comfort zone with those two languages, I'm realizing so many words that I have never come across or I've never heard or never seen. That I was like, oh, I, I didn't know that. Let me let me write that one down or holy moly, let's let's make a note of that or so much, so much. And then I was like, well, crap, all this time I've been saying, and I, I still continue to say, actually, because it is true that in terms of fluency, I feel almost equally as comfortable in French and Spanish as I do in English. Almost. Obviously, I'm more comfortable in English. But in terms of fluency and conversational fluency, I feel almost equally fluent in all three languages. However, when we look at my knowledge, my knowledge is way deeper, especially vocabulary knowledge, way deeper in English, way deeper. Because like as I'm going through all this stuff, I was like, wow, there's a there's like, it'll be like two percent of every article, one percent, zero point five percent, like three percent of every everything I read. So it's like one word, two words, one little expression, like little tiny things, not not a not a lot, but still, you know. Let's say you read, imagine like let, let's look at this. I made probably seven videos so far, and I probably in French and Spanish, I probably have roughly 15, 20 new words in each. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot. And I was like, oh, they're, they're interesting words. They're useful, like skim reading. Like, I didn't know how to say skim reading. Gums, like gums in your mouth. I learned that in Spanish the other day. And actually, I don't even know the word in French for gums, like I'm, as I'm talking this out now. I was like, I learned that word in Spanish, las sencillas, right? Like, there's, there's, there's all these words. I was like, oh, my God. So why, why am I, what am I saying is that I think we, 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 we achieve a level of comfort in languages. And then we stop because we're comfortable. But we, and then we, I don't know if we trick ourselves, but there's so much more that we could be doing and so much more to go. And it doesn't mean that you have to keep going. It doesn't mean you have to, but I want you to be aware that you haven't just crossed some finish line. Not necessarily, right? Unless your goal was to achieve whatever you've achieved. But there is a lot more, a so much, almost an infinite pathway in front of you of things that you could be, could be doing. I almost feel like there's two levels of fluency, like, Fluency level one is like you're really strong and you, you're equ almost equally comfortable with conversation and you in your second language as you are in your, in your mother tongue. And then I think there's another type of fluency, fluency level two, let's call it, where your vocabulary is also similar. 
Because a lot of the words I'm coming across, it's not like they're weird, obscure words that you just would never use. Like, sometimes there are, and I'm like, okay, that word, like, I, I came across the word scourge the other day, in Spanish, I think it was in French, actually, and I was like, okay, in English, I had to actually look up the definition of scourge, because I couldn't, I've, I understand the context, but I could never use the word scourge properly in a sentence. I was like, okay, that word, if I don't know in Spanish, whatever, right, or French, whatever. But there are words like to need, like I'm going to need some dough, like N-K-N-E-A-D, like you're baking cookies or something and you're kneading dough. Like that's a pretty common word. Or like um, to babble. I came across the word to babble the other day. And I was like, babbling, that's like common. Like he's babbling. Yeah, like it's not this weird, obscure word. Like I should know that in Spanish. So, you know, I guess that's what I'm trying to say is that level two fluency <clears throat> is when you when your vocabulary is relatively similar. I don't know if that's an actual thing, but that's the thing I'm inventing as of now, or that, that that's coming to mind right now, um, that I think we need to talk more about. So anyway, well, thanks for listening to the podcast. A little bit shorter than usual. That's fine. I'm going to go eat some breakfast, uh, get ready for the day. And uh, yeah, we'll talk later. Bye for now.